So good morning everybody, welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd and this morning I'll be continuing our series on Follow Me. It's based on the passage of scripture in Luke 9 chapter 23 where Jesus says that if anyone wants to follow after me he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. And for this series we've been going through the book of John taking almost chapter by chapter every day and looking through some examples of what it means to follow Jesus in and through various circumstances. And this morning we're going to have a look at a passage in John chapter 11 and touch on the topic that has the title Meeting in the Mess. Meeting in the Mess. You know, for me it's a very reassuring thing to know that our faith is not just for when times are good and when things seem to be going according to plan, when things are going our way. When it comes naturally to want to give God praise and spend time in worship and thanksgiving, our faith is also for those messy times the times where things don't go according to plan and where we can't seem to see the way out, where it could be difficult to worship or to give God praise. Well, in John chapter 11, we have one of the most graphic examples, I suppose, of what it means to follow Jesus and meet with him, even in the middle of the messiest of situations. You see, John chapter 11 records the account where one of Jesus' best friends, Lazarus, dies. It's the famous chapter where we read the shortest yet one of the most emotive and personal verses in all of Scripture, verse 35. And some of us will probably know that's the verse where it says Jesus wept. It's also the chapter where Jesus makes a massive truth claim about himself that distinguishes himself and Christianity from all other world religions, as it were, that he is the resurrection and the life. And that the one who believes in me, even if he does, will live. That's in verse 25, and we're going to read it just now. And this is also the chapter where we see the extent of Jesus' power on full display, where in the middle of a mess, he calls Lazarus out of the grave and raises him from the dead. And so, you know, while there's so much to take out of this chapter, in terms of our devotional theme for the series being following Jesus, let's, let's take a moment and zone in on Martha's statement of faith that she makes while sitting in the middle of this messy and difficult situation. Because in it, we have some keys as to how to keep following Jesus, where even when things don't go the way you thought that they they were going to go. It's from verse uh, 20 to 26, and it says this from John chapter 11. As soon as as Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him. But Mary remained seated in the house. Then Martha said to Jesus, Lord, If you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Yet even now, this is the phrase I want to focus on this morning, yet even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Man, that is so powerful. Jesus replies, he says, your brother will rise again, Jesus told her. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And in verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Wow, what a moment of conversation. You can almost feel the weight of these words that Jesus is uttering uh, in this incredibly fragile and suspenseful scene. Um, But Martha, Martha gives us a picture of what it looks like to have faith and put your trust uh, and have true faith, really, in the Lord Jesus in the middle of a difficult situation. You know, the first little part there that I want to just pick up on, it says that she moved towards Jesus. 
And while we don't, you know, build entire theologies over every detail in, in, in stories like this, it is worth noting the response of some people. There's perhaps some lessons to learn in how they, how these various characters responded to difficult times. And, and Martha's response is, is that she moved towards him. Already there we can see a very, very uh, powerful practice and principle that we should do when we're in the middle of a messy situation. Let's never ever forget that we should move towards him. As easy as it might be to stop following, and we spoke a little bit about that last week, Martha moves towards Jesus. She moves towards her hope. She moves towards the one who has the power. And she makes a really powerful statement. She says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. She acknowledges his ability and his power to heal. Her focus is on the Redeemer. So she moves towards him. Her focus is on him. Yet her, fo- yet her, her faith rather doesn't deny the reality of what she's going through. She says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. She acknowledges that she is in the middle of a difficult situation. It's not blind faith. You know, there's, there's, there's a, this difference between biblical faith and blind faith. Biblical faith acknowledges that we're in a difficult situation, and it also acknowledges Jesus as having the power over that difficult situation. It doesn't deny that these realities exist. And it takes immense faith to make such a statement in the middle of a difficult situation. It kind of uh, ties into Romans 4.17 as well. It shows the same pattern that, that this kind of faith is really from God. It says, as it is written, talking about Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations. In the presence of the God in whom he believed, the one who gives life to the dead and calls things into existence that do not exist. You see, true faith is having confidence in the one who doesn't deny the reality of difficult situations, but that has the power to overcome them no matter how difficult they are. And Martha in this moment demonstrates a powerful picture of what it means to follow Jesus in the middle of a trial, to speak your belief and declare your faith in his name. Not blindly ignoring what's happening, but declaring that he is greater than what is happening. For she goes on to say in John chapter 11, verse 22, Yet even now, Lord, yet even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Man, that is so powerful. And I hope this morning, friends, that we have some encouragement from this text, either for ourselves or to share with someone else, that as we go through the trials that we might be facing this this, this week, whatever your now moment is, yet even now, whatever your now moment is, that we are calling on the name that is above every name, every principality, every power, every sickness, loss, uh, every defeat, every discouragement, depression, tension, or any other created thing, Jesus, yet even now, I know that you are greater, and I am committing to following you. So let's take a moment uh, this morning, Father's House family, and just commit ourselves and this wonderful word that we have heard from from Scripture to to our spirits, and and trust that we will uh, be able to apply these these wonderful principles in in the days and the weeks that lie ahead, never forgetting that we should be running towards the one who has the power. Our focus should be on him, and then we should declare confidently that he is above every situation that we might face. So let's take a moment and pray. Father, we thank you so much for this wonderful example we have of what it means to speak our faith, to put our, our faith and our trust in you into action. And Jesus, if there 
are any trials that we might be facing this morning, I thank you uh, in advance that you are going to give us the right way to follow. And we know from this text that it is to speak our faith. It is to run, run towards you. It is to focus on you, not on the problem. And it is to speak the words, yet even now, Lord Jesus, you are able. So I thank you that you are always for us. Thank you that your grace is over us. Thank you that your love empowers us. Uh, and we just pray that we would move through the other side of whatever messy middle situation we might be facing so that we could bring you glory. And we will, Jesus, we will declare that you are the one that gave us the victory. Thank you, God, that you are good. Thank you that you are for us. Uh, and thank you so much that we can have absolute confidence to place our faith and our trust wholeheartedly in you. You are the one who's, who provides. Your name is the highest, the greatest name. Jesus, your name is the name above every name. And we rest in your authority this morning. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Father's House family. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. And we'll see you again tomorrow morning for Daily Devotions. God bless.